Going viral is not an outcome. It's a happening. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Just remember, fans are vanity and sales are sanity. Lori Taylor. If you are in business or desire to start a business, you are aware that social media must be a part of your strategy for success. There are so many platforms and it almost feels like there are more and more added each day or there are changes always taking place. On today's episode, our focus is on TikTok, an app that is no longer just about music or dancing. You want to stick around to learn how TikTok can help you grow your business. Welcome to the Stitch for Success podcast, where we are teaching business and life lessons that will help you launch, grow, or scale your creative business. I am Monica Allen, and I'm a wife, mom, daughter, entrepreneur, author, friend, lifelong learner, and host of this podcast. For over eight years, I was stuck in corporate and dreamt of escaping. Creating a side hustle with just $700 and having taken the leap over 15 years ago, we have since grown multiple six-figure and seven-figure brands. Being an entrepreneur for over 18 years has afforded me many successes and a few failures. I want to share those with you so you can grow and be successful in your business. This podcast episode is brought to you by Zeus's Closet. We like to say we're like a tattoo shop for your clothes. I have recently gotten several inquiries from solopreneurs asking me about getting company branded gear. So we have created a solopreneur package. By using the promo code STITCHED, you can save 15% on this package that includes three polo shirts, two button downs, and free setup for your business logo. Simply check out the link in the show notes. And again, the promo code is STITCHED. I am excited to bring you my conversation with Samantha Blaschenew. You have heard from Samantha on a previous episode, episode 52, when we discussed mompreneurship. On this particular episode, though, Samantha shares with us insights that I had no clue about when it comes to TikTok. And she tells us about her previous business that was greatly impacted by the pandemic. But once a true entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. Please take a listen to my interview with Samantha. Helping businesses wanting to utilize TikTok as a sales funnel, I have the owner of TikTok Coach, Samantha Vlaschenu, with me today. Welcome to the Stitch for Success podcast, Samantha. Hi, Monica. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. I am so excited to have you join me today to not only talk about using TikTok in our businesses, but I also can't wait to talk to you about being an entrepreneur. How long have you been in your business and what was your reason for starting it? I actually started this business about four months ago. Uh, it sounds so new, but I actually had a different business uh, last year that had to shut down due to COVID. It was a travel business for baby gear rental for families traveling. Obviously, in my area, COVID hit. Um, so we had to shut down. And I was like, what do I do now? Like, what do I do? And so I was using TikTok for fun to promote that business, you know, getting speaking opportunities as a travel expert. Um, but then I didn't realize that a lot of businesses didn't see the potential of TikTok just yet because everyone saw it as a dancing app, as a way for teenagers just to have fun on. Um, and that is true where it was two years ago, but it's grown so much to be more than just that, that I was like, I need to get businesses on TikTok to discover the potential it can have for your business. Wow. Okay. So I am one 
that I'm not really on TikTok. Yeah. So why should I be there though? Yeah. So we use so so the way TikTok works is the algorithm of how it reaches your audience, right, Monica? Um, so if you were to I was to ask you right now, your Instagram, who usually engages with your content? So I would say, of course, I have lots of friends and family there, but I also have people who are listening to the podcast there. Um, and then people that I've met on Clubhouse there. And um, yeah, I would say that's kind of it at the moment. So it's uh, mostly people, your uh, network. It's mostly my network and some probably aspiring entrepreneurs who are following me along the way. Okay. So still your network because they're following you, Right. Right. The difference on TikTok is that it gets your message out to people who aren't actually following you as well. So how it works is that it goes by a batch system. And by the batch system, it means that instead of sending it to only your network, your friends, your family, people who you engage with a lot on Instagram, entrepreneurs are following you. It'll send out your content to 30% of your followers, 30% of your local people in your area, and 30% of people who based on the hashtag you're using would really enjoy your content. So on average, anywhere between 50 to 60% of the time, excluding the overlap, you're getting new eyes on your products every single time you're posting. You're getting opportunities to sell your products, selling yourself on TikTok to a new audience every single time. Okay. So <laughs> I did not know this. So you're telling me that and I get it. So on Instagram, I'm posting stuff and only those people who are following me are possibly seeing that stuff. You know, timing still has to be right with that. But on TikTok, they're purposely showing people who don't follow me my content. Exactly. They're working on the American dream where whether or not you have one follower or 10 million followers, you still have all an equal opportunity to get the exposure that you deserve. Wow. Okay. That is a complete game changer. And I absolutely had no idea. So that's really where I feel like I need to focus now. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. I had no idea. I'm a little bit stunned. So I got to figure out my next question. Now I have a list here, but wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. So every business should at least have some TikTok thing going on. I mean, Every social media has a different purpose. And I'm oh, and while I am a TikTok coach, you'll see me on Clubhouse. I love Clubhouse because you know why? You can't BS on Clubhouse. You show up on stage and no, there's no filter. There's no video editing. You got to speak on stage about the topic you're talking about. And it's all up here, right? Right. Um, I love Facebook. It has a great community vibe where you don't sit down anywhere else where other people can engage within that same message. Then Instagram is great for inspiring others, right? To live vicariously through your eyes and lens of your business perspective. Then you got TikTok. You show up as a go-to expert in your field. Remind, mind you, all my clients are not social influencers. They're all clients in the professional field. They're either entrepreneurs, coaches, lawyers, accountants, etc. And they're not dancing on TikTok. They're showing up as a go-to expert and speaking one-tenth of their knowledge to share with the audience. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a dancer. No, I, that was the one thing that I was like, yeah. I mean, I like dancing and actually my first video on TikTok that I did post was me dancing, embarrassing my daughter, which was just fun. But other than that, I'm not dancing. I'm not going to dance on TikTok. So, wow. Okay. So what's the best way to get started if you don't currently use TikTok? 
Yeah. So um, the best way to get started, I would suggest to any entrepreneurs, um, just download the app, start absorbing content, okay? Start liking the videos that you do like, making sure the AI algorithm finds the content that Monica likes to watch, right? And this is, I'll give you a funny story. Um, so my husband and I downloaded TikTok around the same time. And at the time he's like, honey, you should not be on TikTok. It's so unprofessional. I'm like, why? And so I took his phone and on his explore page, which is called the FYP page, I see girls dancing, shaking their booties. Uh, I'm like, all right, this is my phone and I'm showing him my phone and I'm like watching parenting hacks. Um, entrepreneurs giving out their tips or like doctors talking about surgery. I'm like, now I know what you watch because the AI algorithm tailors the content that he engages and likes to watch long time of periods of videos versus what I like to watch. Interesting. Okay. So I do enjoy watching TikToks. I go on there a lot. And so I've I have a lot of political stuff, you know, the past few months, it was a lot of political stuff. And then I do love the hacks and the cooking. So as I'm going through TikTok and I'm liking certain things as a, as a business owner though, should I change what I'm liking or should I continue? That's a really good question. My current stuff here. That's a really good question. I always tell my clients, make sure if you want to um, enjoy certain things that are just personal, keep it personal in a different account, keep it two separate accounts. The reason why is because it's engagement, right? You don't want to be pinged into the cooking hacks if your, your forte is teaching entrepreneurs how to start their business, teaching entrepreneurs how to be inspired uh, about their failures into succeeding, right? But there's also a different side to you, Monica. I know you're a mom. I know that um, you like cooking, you just said. So keep it two separate accounts so that the algorithm doesn't put you into the creator's account. It puts you into the educational, I'm providing business tips for entrepreneurs. So find me my entrepreneurs to get this message out to. Okay. So now I have another question. How do I fix it? (laughs) Because I have been, I, I mean, I've been doing more personal things, you know, I mean, I definitely like the business content and like I follow some young lady who does this Excel spreadsheet stuff that's oh, really seen her. cool. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that in Excel. So awesome. How do I fix it? Because I do want to, I do want to give tips and inspire entrepreneurs. How do I fix that? I'm just yep. curious. Yeah. So when you post videos, use micro hashtags. Okay. So a micro hashtags, meaning anything that's under um, on TikTok, I usually, I usually like using even 500,000 views only, um, but anything less than 15 million is considered micro. The reason why is then it finds who your audience really is, right? If you use the hashtag, that's very generic. Um, a lot of people like using hashtag FYP. Again, it stands for for you page because people want that to be on the explore page. Um, when we talked about a batch system, if you were to use that FYP, that's putting teenagers in your group, uh, moms, entrepreneurs, uh, single parents, divorcees, maybe dog lovers, whatever. It's everyone in that group, right? And so not everyone is watching your content or would be very engaged with your content. So Monica, if you're serving entrepreneurs, well, what kind of entrepreneurs? Female entrepreneurs? Yeah. I'm more aspiring entrepreneurs, inspiring hustlers, and early stage businesses. So less than four years. Great. 
So maybe you use startup entrepreneur as a hashtag, right? Or um, maybe you'll use, well, what kind of, how old are they? Are they over 30, over 40? Maybe. maybe. So maybe use, maybe use hashtag over 30 entrepreneur. Um, and so you think about who you want to target and use specific hashtags to those audience to describe who they are. If you're um, from a certain local area that you only want to target, so I'm from Toronto, if you only want to target Toronto people, you use your slangs that you use to describe your cities. Like I would use something like um, the Sixer businesses or something, Sixers entrepreneurs or 416 business kind of thing. Things are tailored to my local audience. Interesting. Okay. So we're learning a lot here. Now explain to me how your business could help businesses with this? Do you help us with the micro hashtags? Like where do you start and get people going? (laughs) So um, I come from 10 plus years in management consulting. So I live and breathe business strategies before I even became a TikTok coach. Um, So I not only, I take away the overwhelming feeling of where did I start with TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I make sure that you're making sure that you're producing your content effectively, efficiently, and most importantly, you're converting your followers into actual paying customers, right, Monica? Because followers don't pay for the lights. <laughs> like, right. if you have 100,000 followers, that's great. But if you can't convert those 100,000 followers into your programs, into your coaching business, into your products, into your services, then that doesn't say a lot. Um, so I help you build that loyal fan base, not followers, fan base that will later on become paying customers into other parts of your business. Wow. Okay. So I may need to contact you outside of this interview (laughs) so I can figure out how to do that. Um, Because I will say I'm a little bit overwhelmed with all of the different, um, with just all of the different platforms, you know, and what to post here, what to post there. Do you post everywhere? So just trying to figure all of that out can be a little bit daunting, especially when you're starting on a new project. Um, I have a couple of businesses that have been established for a few years. So we've been on every platform for a number of years and we post pictures, we post stories, we post various things. But as I'm trying to grow the podcast and grow, you know, the entrepreneurship side of me and the education side of me, you know, I need to figure out where I need to be. And TikTok sounds like a pretty, pretty good place to be when they're putting you in front of people who've never seen you before. And, and, and let me just give you this one stat that will really change your mind, Monica, and everyone else that's listening, all right? So TikTok has been downloaded over 2 billion times, okay? It has 800 million active users on the platform on any given week. It took Instagram six years to get to those numbers of those 800 million active users. It took TikTok three, okay? Wow, okay. Of, of those 800 million active users, you have 350 million active users who are over the age of 30 using the platform for 61 minutes a day. A day. Like an hour a day. <laughs> those same demographic that can afford your services that don't need to ask for mommy and daddy for the credit card, right? Right. Are on Instagram for 30 minutes a day on average. Huh. So you have them you know that they're scrolling and they're absorbing content on TikTok. They're spending a lot of time on there and they can now afford your services. So it's not just for teenagers. Wow. Those are amazing numbers. 
I'm really calculating this in my head. I'm like, wow, those are amazing numbers. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to talk off to the (laughs) side on this because that could be such growth, especially again, because you're getting in front of people who don't know you. Exactly. And the best part is you be one of the first movers on TikTok as a business entrepreneurs, right? Like, think about that. You, like, if you knew where Instagram was going to be in 2009, where it is today in 2021, would you not have jumped on back in 2009? Yes, I would have definitely been more active for sure. But then it was only tailored for kids back then too. Remember that. Remember it was only tailored for university kids and high school kids posting pictures. Look where Instagram is today. Right. TikTok is going to be exactly like that and more. Wow. I feel like TikTok has been around for a long time, but not so. It was something else before, I think, musically or something. So it really was kind of focused on the music and the dancing. And I definitely wasn't interested. I wasn't paying any attention. But the fact that people are spending an hour a day, and I know that's true because I've done it. I've gotten to the point where I've been on it so long that the little person pops up and says, maybe you should take a break. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I should. I've done it where uh, my battery was fully charged, then depleted, and then the sun came up. I was like, oh, it's already seven. Oh no. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's quite entertaining. Um, That is for sure. And it's neat to kind of see into other people's personalities and things, but I am going to set up a separate account. So thank you for that advice because some of the things that I am beginning to get on my, what I want to be my, my business account is not the right. It's not where I want to go. And that's <laughs> so. fine. Also um, think about who you who, think about other people that you would like to collaborate with in the future. Like maybe okay. someone who's doing something similar to you, but in a different niche, maybe mm-hmm. and start adding insightful comments to their videos because then their followers will see your content or your comments. And it, if it's like, maybe they're talking about five tips for business success. Right. And you're like, yeah, that was awesome here um, with number five or number, or here's number six, add a, B and C or something. Right. And so then that creator will also see your content. You guys might do some duet, some collaboration and their followers will now engage with you or you would be um, pinned in their audience so that their followers get to see your content as well. Oh, neat. Okay. So you made me just think of something else when it comes to that. And then I have some questions about your business, your new four month old business, which is fantastic. (laughs) I love that. Um, Creators versus business accounts versus, I don't understand all of that. Can you help us better Mm -hmm. understand where we should be if we're business owners and what we should be doing differently? Yeah. So, um, so TikTok has, so I mentioned TikTok was dancing, lip syncing, fun for kids kind of thing. And that's where most of like 70% of the creators will be on TikTok. They'll be in the creator's account, right? And so they're just doing it for maybe their niche is making mom humor or parenting humor. And they don't really have um, an end goal besides, you know, showing up their content, having fun. Uh, they don't have a product or service they want to sell. So that's where most people will be. Um, and maybe they want to be a social influencer on that front. I would suggest if you're a business account, a business, go create a business account. It does limit your commercial use of certain music, but there are workarounds around that part. If you really want to use a trending song, for example, 
Um, the reason why I'm saying to use a business account, you get a different amount of analytics for each video you post. So you get to see what's working, what's delivering to your audience as well. That's like almost like an A-B testing, like an ads kind of thing. So you can see what you're, what's really engaging with your audience. The second reason why is because take, because TikTok has invested $500 million into creating more educational content, they're going to show your your videos in a different light than all the other creators. And then you're also not competing against all the other creators, which is 70% of the market in showing your content out. So you'd also be showing up on the learning, learning button or the light bulb icon. You'd be showing on the FYP page. You'd be showing up on your followers page. So you'd be showing up on more exposure with a business account because then TikTok knows Monica is more likely to teach me something than just to show me her kids and her family and her prank her husband kind of thing. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. I had, see, I had no idea <laughs> that those were the differences. I'm thinking I'm just on here creating stuff and putting together the little music part of it, but I didn't even know there was a learning, like a learning page. So yeah, just click on the icon, the light bulb icon. Um, it's in the top left corner of the TikTok whenever you open it. Wow. Okay. So how do you keep up with all of the changes that happens on TikTok? How do you make sure you're in the know? Um, so because I work a little bit differently, I don't work with social influencers. I'm not too worried about trends, for example, right? So I work with lawyers, coaches, people who want to teach evergreen content and show up as a go-to expert. It's like, Monica, if NBC News asked you to be part of their news segment, would you say no? Of course not. <laughs> I would you... say yes, of course. Why? Exposure. Okay. I am able to share my knowledge with others, a bigger audience, which would be great. And you position yourself as a thought leader. You just said mm. it. You get to teach the audience something, right? Right. You get to teach something about your expertise. It's the same thing with TikTok. Um, so I don't worry about the trends. I do like that. Yeah, sometimes I do incorporate with my clients. Like you should be doing this kind of sound with this kind of audio because it gives you a different dimension that won't bring their clients that won't bring their followers into actual paying customers, but does build a more uh, different dimension to who they are. So it's, so it's not always so serious about educating and then warms up your warm leads into becoming more potential clients. Okay. Okay. So again, I need to reach out to you more personally on that because I, I get confused when I go in there and I'm looking at creator account, business account, and what my limitations are. So Thank you for clarifying that though. And I'll definitely chat with you offline on that also. So tell me, I know you, so you had another business. How long were you running your previous business? So my other business, it was called Traveling Munchkin. Um, and it was a peer-to-peer -peer marketplace for baby gear rental. Think Airbnb for baby gear. Um, and I was running it for about two and a half years. Um, wow. and, then, and then COVID hit. And um, it was hard in 2020. I will say, I, I felt like every entrepreneur was able to pivot. I could not figure out how was I going to pivot this. Um, and so I felt I played the whole victim card. I was like, poor me, mm -hmm. poor this. Like I cannot do this. And then I, I had to change my mindset. 
that was a hard thing. I had to figure out, well, what am I good at? What am I passionate about? And I was on TikTok for my business. And then that's when I saw the potential of business uh, TikTok had for businesses. I noticed businesses weren't utilizing it or because they felt overwhelmed or didn't understand the information on TikTok that was there. So then I started exploring this avenue. And at this moment, yeah, I've only been running this business for four months, but um, I have no complaints and I'm getting clients and referrals in because of the success I'm doing for other clients. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Last year was definitely hard for people. Um, and travel was definitely hit the, the hardest, I think, because how can you pivot from that? You know, but I love the idea though, because when you're traveling with kids, you don't necessarily want to buy the big stroller. Exactly. Or car seats or the travel crib or to bring the toys. So you have a lot when you're traveling with kids. And I still do believe the model would work. I just, it's, it's just hard to, to, to uh, put in a hundred percent to get back 10% of the time. Right. right? Exactly. And we're still in lockdown where I am. So. (laughs) Oh, wow. So what is lockdown for you? Cause you're in Toronto. You said, I mean, yeah, we're in Toronto. Um, Things are still closed. No dining. Um, Travel is still recommended not to travel. Hotels are like at 10% vacancy. It's wow. It's, everything's still closed. Like my kids can't go to play gyms or anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you guys have been together for over a year at this point. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, my kids did go back to school back in January, um, four days a week. And that's been good for them and for me. So but it was our, our schools are still closed again. Our schools went back to closing. Back to virtual. Closing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's I totally get it. It's hard. And and just kind of speaking of that, we'll talk about, you know, being a mom and running a business in just a little bit. But so I know COVID was a challenge for you. What has been kind of a challenge for you now with starting a new business? Yeah, one of the biggest challenges that um because I'm at, because this is my second business, I don't have the same problems of starting up the first business, right? Like you, you already know like what to do, um, how to run your email campaigns, like all those little things that you would normally ask as a startup. The problem now is when you get to a certain point is figuring out how do you find a more efficient way to qualify your leads, right? Mm, yes. um, so one of the thing is I have a discovery, free discovery call for anyone who wants to speak with me, but not everyone is ready to work with a TikTok coach. So you gotta find a way to either still find a way to nurture your audience until they are ready to work with you. And so that they, you are the front in mind for them to be like, I got to work with Monica, like, oh my God. So that you guys see your content all the time. So um, one of my best advices, um, what I found is besides using Instagram, nurture your audience in a Facebook group. You give okay. a different personal approach you're not committed to that person working on a one-to-one, but you still give that personal touch whenever they need a question here and there. And now you become the face of who I should be working with when I need to work with A, B, and C, whether it's social media marketing, whether it's um, entrepreneur coach, whether it's a mindset coach, or I just need a specific product, show up for them. Right. Yeah. That's really smart. Um, for sure. And, and so important to continue to cultivate that relationship. That's one of the things we're trying to figure out in our current businesses, kind of 
we know we have a pretty decent email marketing list and we know we can email them a sale on this or a sale on that, but we don't always want to do that. We want to give them more value, more content, more information. And so we're trying to figure out how can we engage with them kind of differently than just buy this product. It's on sale this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, TikTok's also, I'm going to be biased and say TikTok is another great avenue for you to nurture. It shows a different dimension as well. Um, but like I mentioned, I am a huge fan of social media on what it does for different purposes and Facebook community groups is definitely one of them. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea. So you are definitely touching your potential customer continually throughout the process until they're ready to go. You nurture it. I see it as there's ads, which are cold leads. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have the warm leads, which is from your Instagram, your TikTok, your clubhouse, your Facebook that you read, they read really know who you are a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as hard to push them into becoming a customer than when the cold ads, like you see on Facebook, Google ads, et cetera. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm there to just find the cheapest price. Like what problem are you solving kind of thing? Right. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, What's here? Is your Facebook group a closed group or is it? Yeah, it's a closed group, but it's uh, free for anyone to join at the moment. So if you feel like you want to join, I can pop in the link here um, and for you to see. Yeah, I would love that. Um, So tell me about, I know why you started this, your TikTok business. And it's great that you could take the information you were using for your other business. And so you did kind of pivot. I know you ended up creating a whole new business, but that's great. You're still an entrepreneur. You're still, you know, sticking with it. I am truly grateful for Samantha taking the time to be on the Stitched for Success podcast. A few of my takeaways that I gathered from my conversation with Samantha is one, if you have not already, go ahead and download the TikTok app. When you do post, you want to use micro hashtags. And lastly, you want to follow and comment on posts of those who have a similar interest as you. Or if you need some help with your TikTok strategy, Samantha's contact information can be found in the show notes. Since my interview with Samantha, I have stopped simply watching TikTok videos and now actually post my own videos. It is really a fun platform. I do not have thousands of followers yet, But just as the quote at the top of the episode alludes to, a viral video or even a large number of followers do not equal dollars in the bank. But dollars in the bank is what maintains and sustains your business and ultimately your sanity. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm grateful that you took the time to listen. Please follow me on Instagram at Stitched for Success. You can also now follow me on TikTok at Stitched for Success. I like to post quick business tips to help you grow your business. If you are already subscribed to this podcast, thank you so much for being a supporter. If not, please take a minute to subscribe and rate and share the podcast. You can rate the podcast on Apple or on Audible. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great one.